My name is Stephen Knight, and you're listening to The Stephen Knight Show. Good evening and welcome to the Stephen Knight Show here on EOTM Radio. As always, I want to thank you for joining us. Uh, we'll be discussing the latest in entertainment and news, sports, fashion, and movie reviews. Of course, we'll be doing our question of the day. And tonight, we welcome celebrity manager of R&B diva Faith Evans, Ms. Cheryl Flowers Break. She's going to tell us she's been doing this for over 20 years, and I know she has some great things to share with us. Then later, we, we have Phil Guy, funny, Phil Good Funny Guy, Nick Arnett. He'll join us later on as well. Definitely in Fort Treat. As always, once you call with your questions and comments, the number is 718-664-6543. Again, that's 718-664-6543. You can also join us in chat. There's a link on our Facebook page. I want to remind you that we are all, all over social media, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Google+, our website, the com. Google us. We're there. We're there. Um, but anyway, Ms. Parker, how are you doing today? Hey, I'm a little bit under the weather. I'm not going to stay on too long, but I wanted to make sure I uh, say happy birthday to Aaron. Yes, so yes. I wanted to yes, make sure that I was on the call today. But I'm absolutely. not going to want to have to, you know, sniffle and my voice is yeah. going. I'm sorry to hear that. I know you said you weren't feeling well. Did you have a pretty good weekend? Yeah, it was a pretty good weekend. I started feeling a little bit ill on Friday, but I just thought I was tired. Um, so I took a nap and I had a birthday party to go to. Um, so I went to that. And then on mm-hmm. Saturday, maybe, you know, I just still needed some rest. I had a little bit of drinks. So I thought maybe it was just me being tired and drinks. I didn't right. do much. I just um, I went to I had late lunch with, with the girls, and then I came home. And, like, around 8 o'clock, I, my head just started pounding. It's like a head cold. I think it may be due to some, you know, some, me just needing some rest, and it's probably a little yeah. bit of stress as well. But I, I think I should get today. Absolutely, absolutely. I, I know I mentioned last week, um, hopefully I want to say I also feel better, but I was going to like, shout out to you because last week I um, indicated that I would start reading the four um, agreements, the book that you loaned me. And I read the uh, first chapter, I believe, and it was talking about domestication of humans, saying how, you know, when we're uh, right, when we're born, our parents teach us how to kind of navigate what's right, what's wrong. TV teaches us, you know, from a society standpoint, teachers and everything. And then as we get older, um, you know, if we, if we don't modify it to who we truly are, if we're going against the grain of who we truly are, that's when we have so many problems. But that was like in the first chapter. I thought that was really good. I was reading it um, this week. So um, shout out to you for that. And I know you said yeah, it's, I mean, it's definitely a, a book that everybody should read. I think I think after you read that book, it definitely shifts your paradigm and, and, and leads mm-hmm. you into a way of thinking about life. Um, yeah, what yeah. the chapter really is saying is that we, we're not given the choice. So life is about choice. So you either, you're either, I posted something today that says that, um, you know, you either choose your way of life or you can live by chance. And living by chance, mm-hmm. you, or you run into a lot of force. Right, um, yeah. 
you know that you have choice, you are able to uh, create the kind of life that you really want that you were meant to have. So not just that book, but um, I think the reason I recommend that book, especially for people who are not very spiritual, is because it's an easy read, and it kind of gives an idea of, 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 I think the other books are just a little bit too deep, too early, and this book kind of gives you the, the gist of kind of what that whole spirituality and, and mindfulness and conscious living is all about. It's about choices and that mm-hmm. you have the choice to create the way your life, the way it was meant to be and not the way that it was kind of laid out for you. Exactly, exactly, yeah. So this is my second, because last year I told myself I would read four books, and I think I read three. So this year, I'm, uh, this is my second book. I just finished the other book. I forgot the name of it. My mom gave it to me. And so I have this book to read, and then I have, which you are right, this is an easy read, and you get it, you know, without having to, you know, try to make yeah. things up in your mind. And then I have another book my mom gave me to read when I went home a couple weeks ago. So I'm reading, you know, I'm reading, trying to, you know, get a little better life. That's <laughs> <awesome>. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Oh, so we talked about um, Mike Brown, obviously, his um, going, away, going home service, um, homecoming service was today. And um, I watched it online. I have to give it to Reverend Al Sharpton. When I tell you he did an amazing job, and, you know, he sometimes makes a vocabulary and so on, but he did a great job, and he really talked about kind of what you were saying, Ms. Parker, about how, you know, the African-American community, they have to, yes, you know, we do want um, a right, something wrong right. We want that taken care of, but the issue start from our from our community, you know, the mm-hmm. black and black um, killing and all that kind of stuff. And so um, I just thought, thought about you when I was watching that because I know that's been your main thing. Yes, you do, you know, feel bad that this happened, but there's so many things that happen, like in Chicago and places like that, that happen on a daily basis, and there's no, you know, nothing, mm-hmm. nothing really being done. So I thought about you because he really uh, spoke to that. But anyway, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, last thing before, because I know you're not going to be on the whole time. I know you watched the VMAs. Any thoughts? Um, I, You know, I think I'm, I, this may be my last year. I think I'm getting a little bit too old for it. There were a lot of people yeah. I didn't recognize, didn't know, um, mm-hmm. music that really didn't move me. Um, yeah. I, it may be an age thing or maybe just a generational thing. Things are changing, kind of how our parents would come in the room when we were listening to our music. Right. <laughs> It was it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I was, I felt a little disconnected, but um, I really did enjoy. And I'm not a Beyonce fan. It's very hard mm-hmm. for me to be a fan of someone. So I'm not a yeah. person who is a fan of people. So right. it's not that I'm a. I hate her. Or don't appreciate her music. Don't think she's a hard worker or a great artist. Mm-hmm. I do all of those things. Um, right. But anyway, she is. Um, I thought she her performance was very entertaining, as always. Mm-hmm. And then also I really love the fact that her family came on stage and presented her with her award. I just thought it was so cute. Um, yeah. I think, I think uh, Blue Ivy is just adorable. She was doing the moves from the sideline. Right, it right, it right. was the cutest thing ever. Um, you know, I think everyone deserves to just live. I think being a celebrity is hard enough, and sometimes you've got to just let people be and just let, and just wish them well and focus on our own lives, you know. Exactly. So exactly. I really thought it was a moving moment. I think that was my favorite part of the entire entire show. And it was funny because I was making fun of, um, <laughs> excuse me, I was making fun of her not showing up to BET, and they right. never showed up to BET. And I'm like, why did uh-huh. we think they were going to be there? Um, right, but I don't yeah. blame them because it's a ratchet fest. But, um. But uh, 
So I was just saying that they were going to pull the same thing on us and they weren't going to show up to MTV. But obviously MTV is the most, you know, a, a more a higher level yeah. um, as far as entertainment shows and, and, and award shows. So um, they showed up, and I thought it was just cute how they, you know, she performed first, and then her family joined her on stage and presented her with the award. It was my favorite of the whole thing. And there was, you know, obviously with a huge star, there's controversy. And some people were complaining. They said that they felt like um, some of the songs she performed and kind of like the, the sexualness of it was too much to be doing in front of Blue Ivy being an audience. What do you think about that? No, because obviously Blue Ivy have seen her do all those things with Blue Ivy had her moves down. <laughs> People are going to find a reason to just say anything. Yeah, I was a little shocked to see that she was there, but I can guarantee you Blue Ivy was not at the entire show. No, um, she didn't see Nicki Minaj. No, <laughs> they didn't come to the audience yeah. until like the last, the last few yeah. minutes that she was in, in the audience. Um, right. So, and, I'm, and she's been on tour with them, so I'm sure she's seen the thing. It's just her environment, you know. I mean, that's the environment mm-hmm. that she is growing up in. So I think she kids adapt to your to their environment. I don't think that right. she's being a bad parent or anything like right, that. Right, right, yeah. That's, that's the environment that she's growing up in. So I think she have adapted to kind of that's her norm. Right, right. Well, let me give a shout out to the Sam Smith. He killed "Stay with Me" on that. The, on second, that was my second. Yeah, second. I mean, he, he killed that song. Uh-huh, yep. And um, uh, Kim Kardashian introduced them. You know, they, they have become recent friends. And so she looked amazing, too, I thought. Kim Kardashian was great. And um, she introduced Sam Smith, but he killed it. Like, he, he deserves everything he's getting. And I, what do you think about Nicki Minaj's performance? She opened the show with um, Ariana Grande and uh, Jesse J. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean... I don't have much to say. I don't have any thoughts. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, thank you for your recap on everything. <laughs> um, I do want to we're going to gears, but I do want to remind everybody that we are nominated. Uh, uh, shout out real quick, Miss um, Park, before we go on. Um, Carla, our program director, she said the same thing. She's with you on that <laughs> about that about oh, that uh, opening. <laughs> She's with yeah, you. Yeah, but it's it's just so funny how. I just, I, I'm just freaked out by the whole fake booty thing. I just can't get over it. It's just, it just looks so weird. Like, why would somebody want to look deformed? Like, why would you want to make yourself look like something is wrong? Like, I mean, I usually actually <laughs> help you fix something. I just, I, it's beyond me. I just don't get it. It just, it looks ridiculous. Wow. So, wow. I thought it was, I just thought it was, a, I thought it was a hot mess. But. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's his own. He's his own. Well, Switching gears, I want to remind everyone that we are nominated for 2014 Hottest Entertainment Awards. The Stephen I Show picked up a nomination for the Hottest Online Radio, and then me as an artist, I picked up two nominations for Hottest Male Vocalist and Hottest Rising Superstar. So go to atlshottest.com and vote. There's links on our Facebook page and our website uh, where you can do so. We definitely appreciate you. Now let's switch gears. CK Adam, what's going on? Hello, hello, hello. How's it How's going? How's it going? Hey, Good. Hey, what's up, Miss Parker? Hey. Hello. How, how, how's it going? Good. It's going well. <laughs> Good. Monday. Right, I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I'll get us. I'll start us off. I saw uh, Sin City, A Dame to Kill For, which is kind of a follow-up to the original Sin City 
that Robert Rodriguez um, and Frank Miller, the comic book artist, did back actually about nine years ago. So it's been a little while since we last saw the story. And it uh, follows the graphic novel in the sense that you're getting kind of different storylines of different characters that live in this uh, Sin City. And it's film noir almost style. It's all mostly black and white. Um, and it's very comic book style. And uh, I'm on the fence about it. I, I had a lot of hopes for it, and it was a little bit slower pacing than I expected. Um, the stories were good. Uh, I don't know if they're as strong as the first movies. And I haven't seen the first movie in a while, which I think watching the first movie would have helped a lot with the storyline because there were some references to the first movie where it didn't really take you away from the second movie, but you you made you wonder, oh, I wish I remembered what the storyline was about or what that guy is referencing. So um, if you're a fan of the series, you'll like it. Uh, you know, if you're a fan of Frank Miller or anything Robert Rodriguez does, then I think you'll enjoy it. But uh, I, I wouldn't call it a must-see. Okay. Okay. I can do uh, Saw Sin City. Um, I am sort of in agreement with Adam. Um, I'm lukewarm mm-hmm. to it. Um, mm-hmm. I do believe that it, it, it did give audiences something different to watch as opposed to whatever else is out there in the movie land. I do applaud um, the creators of the movie for taking a dare to create something um, artistic that way. And as far as artistic creativity is concerned, I do give it a thumbs up. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as uh, it holding its weight, as far as uh, being entertaining and holding my attention, um, I'm lukewarm to it. Um, it's definitely a DVD watch. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily mm-hmm. say you can go to the movies to watch it. Um, mm-hmm. It does follow suit with the storyline from the original movie because I remember the original movie. But to run to the movies to go see it, mm-hmm. I don't know. So Exactly. Save your $10 for another movie. Yeah, it's not a thumbs up, it's not a thumbs down, it's just a flat open hand. Yeah, crow. Well, well, you weren't in the theater when we were in the theater, so you didn't have to experience it like we did. All right. Okay. Anything coming out of the abortion? I'm actually looking for... Go ahead, Eric. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. Um, I'll be quick, because, I mean, you know what? There's nothing really catching my eye. Uh, for the next month or so, except for this, the Equalizer, uh, which comes out in about a month, so it's, it's, it'll be a while, but it's the Denzel Washington movie, and it kind of reminds me of Man on Fire. He's kind of a former black ops person who uh, kind of made a quiet life for himself, and he's coming out of retirement to help this young girl. Uh, so, uh, again, Denzel Washington playing an action role, but uh, he did great in Man on Fire, and so that looks pretty exciting to me. But nothing else is really sh- jumping out at me at the moment. Okay. I'm looking forward to seeing uh, No Good Deed with Idris Elba and Taraji P. Henson. I think that those two are dynamic actors, and I think that they're going to spar off really well with each other in this film. I'm looking forward to that. Um, mm. In September, they're actually doing Popeye again. Um, oh, wow. But it's going to be more animated than live action. Mm. So. I'm actually looking forward to that. You know, you know, we just recently lost Robin Williams. You know, Armand yeah. You know, mm-hmm. his iconic role is Popeye. I don't think anyone mm-hmm. will ever be able to touch that. Yeah. Um, yeah. In October, I'm looking forward to you know me and my horror movies, Dracula Untold. 
Yeah, I saw the trailer of that. Okay. What do you think? You think it's going to be pretty good? It's interesting. Uh, they're not going the traditional Dracula route, so I kind of like that. Right. Um, I don't know. This, the main actor is kind of throwing me off, and I don't know if it's this, his looks or his mannerisms, but something about him, it's just I'm not like, I don't know. He's not, yeah, he's I, not I'm sure believable. he's fine, but for something, he's just not attracting me. You know how certain actors have that presence when you watch right. them? It's, his, his presence isn't there, and I shouldn't count that against him, because uh, I'm sure, you know, even without him, the story's good. But, yeah, something about him is just throwing me off a little bit, so I'm not sure. Okay. All right. Is that it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm all out of material. Y'all are a tough crowd tonight. Y'all very, <laughs> take your job very seriously. We appreciate it, though. No. But you're saving us money from not going to see movies that we shouldn't be seeing, right? Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. It's a weird Monday exactly. for some reason. It's a weird Monday. Well, that's okay. It's all good. It's all good. Thanks, guys, as always. Listen, we don't do this often with you all. Tell everybody where they can keep up with you on social media. Adam? Sure. You can find me as on Twitter at fly as a kite. Um, it's pretty simple. And then, um, you know, I'm on Facebook, Adam L. Terhuni, which is very long. So just go to the Stephen Knight page and try to find me through there. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, and I'm always, you know, tweeting pictures here and there. So definitely follow mm-hmm. me there. Fly as a kite on Instagram, too, if you like pictures more. Yeah. Yeah. Adam used to bash my Instagram tweet. says, oh, it's just- you know, like when I post the memes, he says that I'm wasting space. I need to start posting stuff that's creative. Whatever. Well, yeah, Stephen Knight, you're a creative person. I expect original content. And when I see you post, you know, what? You tell him. Yeah, yeah. I you know, he's going for the he's going for the cheap the cheap thrills. I want him to come up with something more heart from substance. <laughs> you know, Adam and I used to work together. We sat right beside each other. Adam used to go on me every day to get off my nerves. <laughs> but we, we, made, we, made good, we made good jokes for our father co-worker Hutch, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That wasn't a dull moment when working there. No, those were oh. the days, though. But anyway, oh, all right, you can work, work and they follow, follow you. Uh, you can follow me on Facebook under Chike Evans, and also Conversations with Chike Evans is my web series page, and you can follow me at Absolutely Chike at on Instagram and also Twitter. On Twitter. All right, guys. Well, listen, as always, have a great week. Holiday next week, so we're not going to be live, but following week we'll, we'll be back. So have a good one, okay? All right. Absolutely. Thanks a lot. And now for the birthday boy, Mr. Aaron. Happy birthday. What up, what up, what up, everybody? How does it feel to be 21 again? It feels good to be 21 again and again and again. <laughs> and again and again. Did you, yes. Did you do anything, um, anything for your birthday? I, um, full dis- disclosure, I just got finished um, having dinner, and I had a few few um, cocktails, so I'm feeling good. Oh, no. Oh, no. feeling good. Yeah, <laughs> that was good. I'm That's feeling good, good. Just, just keeping it 100. So. Keep it 100. Keep 100. Yeah. Um, what's going tonight? Yeah. Yeah. All I gotta say is this: um, there is a quarterback controversy in Washington. Robert Griffin III has not stepped up. Um, I feel Kirk Cousins has played much much better ball than Robert Griffin 
the third, so Robert needs to step up, or Kirk Cousins will take will take his spot. Yeah, I said it. Mm. I said it. I said it. Yeah, seriously. Uh, Robert's not running well. He he flies badly. It's just something. Something's not right. Something's not right with him. So um, I don't know what it is, but he's just not the, the Robert Griffin of old, and it's showing. Like his um, his um, passing's not as not as crisp as it was in the past. Like he's just off. He's just his. His um, timing's off. Mechanics are off. He just needs to kind of—I don't know—maybe get get back to practice some more. I don't know, but there's there's something wrong. And Kirk Cousins is playing great ball, like I said. And Kirk, to me, can easily be 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 the, be the starter for the Washington Redskins. Mm-hmm. So, okay. yeah. And then also okay. in uh, Cleveland, um, Johnny football's not playing very well, so. There's concern there slightly. Um, he's he's not he's not playing up to the height as everybody knows. Was, Everyone everybody says he's, was not, he's a lot of height. He's a lot of height. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He he's all hype and performing up to his um up to the height. So in mm-hmm. Cleveland's in trouble. Like they are in big trouble right now because even even their um, first string quarterback. Um, he's not really good, so he's not good. Johnny's not really good. They, there's some just major problems there. Wow. And wow. on a good note with Cleveland, um, Cleveland with the um, cat with the Cavaliers, they um, they got um, oh gosh, Love Kevin Love. He's um now with with the Cavaliers, so that that gives um Mr. James. A nice number two option to play with to, to play with on the floor. So um, Cleveland's looking good. Like Cleveland, if everybody, I hate to say it, I hate to say it, but impressing you right now, like this early on, is this, that Cleveland who's impressing you? Cleveland, just because um, Paul George is um, injured, I have to say that Cleveland. And I and, and I hate to say this, Lord knows it. Cleveland is more, more, is the team to be in in the East as of right now. Okay, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So Cleveland's making some um, really big moves right now. So, but okay. do I think they'll um, win win the um the um championship? No, I still don't think. So. I don't think that the team how it is right now can beat the Western Conference. They cannot beat the Spurs. They cannot beat um, guys. Who else is in the West? Uh, I, actually, I don't even think that they could beat the um, Clippers in a um, seven-game series with the wow. team that they have now. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't see it. So, wow, wow. Well, I know that you. Uh, I know that you um, probably been following the Michael Brown. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. He yeah. was he was laid to rest today. Um, what were your thoughts? Oh man, oh I'm just it's it's a lot, man. Um, dang. Um, I think now that the media needs 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 to kind of let the family kind of grieve now, like mm-hmm. you know, yeah. pack up, yeah. leave Ferguson, let the family heal, let the um, let the city heal. Right. But also, yeah. But also, people need to vote. People need to start yeah. voting. Yes, register mm-hmm. to vote, people. If 
if y'all change, it starts your mayors, your city council, your prosecutors, all that is voted mm-hmm. on, people, is voted on. You, right, yeah. you cannot be upset about things if you did not vote. Exactly. So get exactly. out there and vote. Stop sitting on your butt and complaining and go out there and vote. It's easy and it's free. Do it. Do it. Right. Folks died so that you can vote. You know, I thought it was Do interesting it. Um, when um, I was watching the funeral, well, the homegoing coming service uh-huh. today, homegoing service, that uh, his stepmother spoke. And she said that you know, she was in the hospital um, having a procedure, and Michael called his dad and said he didn't think she was going to make it. And his dad got really upset with him. And uh, and so when she spoke to him, she asked him, why did you say that? And he said, well, because I've been dreaming and I've been seeing blood. I've been seeing a lot of blood seeing my death. And then, um, you know, he, he ended up dying. But he but – he, made a lot of references to, you know, dying and death and all that. And he said that he that one day the whole world would know who he is. So it's kind of, you know, odd, you know, interesting that, he, that, you know, he kind of perceived something happening. You know what I mean? Um, they did say that he was saved. Yeah. He was saved, which was a great thing. I really, I told Ms. Parker earlier, we were talking about it, that I really enjoyed uh, Al Sharpton. He, he gave a great, a great, um, you know, speech at the funeral, talking about mm-hmm. the, the work we have to do within the community. Um, yeah. I also trained my Mar- Martin's mother. She has yeah. been connected with the, with, with um, Michael's mother and kind of relates mm-hmm. to the same unfortunate tragedy. Sabrina Fulton, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Um, it was definitely, it was, the fact they had so much support, um, they were wondering if, how come the governor didn't say anything or didn't speak at the funeral, but you know, I kind of agree with the panel on CNN. They were saying that the family had who they wanted there to speak. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. Because um, if the governor wanted to, to be there, he would have been there. And mm-hmm. I feel that people should be where they want to be. If you want to be there, be yep. there. Yep. I, I shouldn't have to ask you to be there. If you yep. don't want to go, then don't go. I, I rather you not go, then, then you feel like, oh, she asked me to go, or, or or the family asked me to go, so I'll go because they asked me to. No, right, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. And the National Guard, the National Guard, is, is, they left. Schools um, started today. You know, schools hadn't they haven't had schools because of all the uh, protesting and whatnot. But the schools started back today, so hopefully things will get back to normal and the family have some time to breathe. I just I'm just very interested to see what happens in the case because you know. People are gonna want they're gonna want some kind of justice, you know. Absolutely, absolutely. I just don't want this to go to waste. And yeah. what I mean mm-hmm. by that is that I don't want this young man's life to have been um well his his death to have just been okay. It was cute for like a moment, folks were hash hashtagging and, you know, going on right. on um television shows and everything and talking about all oh, Michael Brown this, Michael Brown that, for a moment because it was the end thing. And then right. once the cameras are gone, then people forget all about yeah, it. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and I actually think that this is bigger than, than um, the late Michael Brown Jr. Like, um, yeah, this is, right. yeah this, is, this is bigger than him. It is. And he actually helped 
to uh, make it bigger, you know. But yeah, this is yeah, this is about people, young young Come folks, on. y'all. Mm-hmm. We we need to vote. I mean, seriously, y'all, we need to vote. This is crazy how how there was no no people of color in the um in the um in, in on the school board. The school right. board who serves and predominantly what African American mm-hmm. population and there's nobody yeah. representing you. That is crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That is un- that is sick. It's sick. It's sick. Y'all get off your please with all, all right. respect, y'all get get off y'all's butts, man. Vote. Register vote. to vote. Please, I agree. please. I agree. Yeah, please. Well, we're going to move on there, Robert. Let everybody know where they can uh, definitely uh, follow you and wish you happy birthday today. Oh, yeah. oh yes, yes. First of all, <laughs> yes. Steve, Steve and Knight family, thank, thank, thank y'all so much for the um, for the um, birthday shout-out and everything. TK, Steve, and Ms. Parker. Oh, my gosh, everybody, everybody. Mm-hmm. Thank, thank y'all. Carla, everybody. Adam, the whole crew. Janera, okay. everybody. Um, you, you can find me on um, Facebook, Twitter, and in, in Instagram at Aaron Cosby, A-R-O-N-C-O-S-B-Y, just like Bill Cosby. And uh, really, really quick, I want to give a shout-out to my cousin EJ. He is engaged. He proposed oh, wow. to his girlfriend. Congratulations. Francia, I am, I am thrilled. I'm so happy for them. Francia, EJ, I love you all so much. C- congratulations. So that's it. I'm out. Happy birthday, Aaron. Thank you. <laughs> All right, everyone. Have a great one. Enjoy the rest of your birthday. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much. Ms. All right, y'all. All right. Ms. Ferguson, what's going on with you? Hi. How are you doing? Pretty good. Pretty good. I know you have some wonderful things for us. Holiday coming I up. I do. I do. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to tell you about a lot of stuff because, um, you know, some of the stuff is for the guys and some of them is for the girls. So I'll, of course, as usual, differentiate between the two, but... Um, so I'll start off with Victoria's Secret. That is not for the guys. Of course <laughs> um, not. <but> they're, having, <laughs> they're having a sale on tanks, and they're starting out. Well, not just starting out. They are $5 um, with any bra purchase. Now, today is the last day, so you have to hurry up and shop. Uh, but, you know, if you do want to take advantage of that, feel free to go ahead. Um, the limited, that is also for the ladies. Um they're having a buy one, get one 50% off um, sale, and you can get the 50% off of full-price items. Plus, um, you can get a $10 in-store coupon. And, of course, like I said, this is just in stores, so you can use that. I mean, you should be able to pick it up in any store. BCBG Factory Outlet Stores, um, this is just the outlet. This is not the store, the regular store that's in the mall. Um, they're having a sale, and you can get an extra 50% off of your purchase, and this is just for Labor Day. Uh, Nordstrom Rack, this is for the guys and the girls. They're having a design, another designer sale event. They have these probably about once a week to once every two weeks. Um, this time they're discounting True Religion. So all of the uh, True Religion jeans or shoes, uh, anything, anything that you can find in True Religion, it is deeply discounted at Nordstrom Rack. Um J. Crew, they're also having a sale. This is today only. Um, if you shop at J. Crew, you can get twenty five and you can get twenty five percent off of your entire purchase. Um, and if you're shopping online, you need to use code shop now. Uh, Nike, this is also for the guys and the girls. Uh, they're having a sale, and you can get an extra twenty percent off of regular price items. 
Plus, you can get an extra 20, 25% off of all clearance items. And if you're shopping online, you need to use code BIGTIME. American Eagle Outfitters, this is also for the guys and the girls. They're having a sale um, on their denim. And all of their jeans are under $30. So, I mean, I think that's like the best savings um, of, of, of tonight anyway. Uh, Saks Fifth Avenue off this, that's their outlet store. They're having a sale, and you can get up to 50%. You can get up to an extra 50% off of clearance items. Plus, and here, this is this is a really good one. Plus, you can buy one, get one free on all clearance items in the store. And this is in stores only. So not only are they giving you um, up to an extra 50% off of um, of your clearance items, they're also giving it, just plain old giving it away. So if you buy one item, you'll get one of equal or less, lesser value for free. But that's in-store only, so you have to go into the store and shop. Um, and last but not least, today is the last day to shop shoes.com and get 30% off of sandals. And because this is an online-only store, you have to use code SANDALSALE at checkout. Okay. And I know they can find all that at budgetshopholic.com. Um, so definitely there's a link on our Facebook page and our website for that. I want to ask you something before you leave because Ms. Parker had to leave. She's not feeling well. We forgot to discuss uh, Nick Cannon and Mariah Carey are rumored to be having relationship issues, and apparently Nick even made a comment about it. Um, have you heard much about that? I did, of course. Um, you know, I'm all up in the pop culture. Um, right. I know a lot of useful facts about it. Um, you know, I was talking about this with uh, one of my friends, and of course, and I hate to say it like this, um, but nobody ever really thought that that marriage would last anyway. Um, mm. You know, he she's a diva, of course. Well, she's known for being a diva. We don't really know her. But right. she's known for being a diva. And Nick Cannon is actually, even though he's been around for years, he's actually coming on, you know, coming into his own with, you know, the voice. And, you know, he's becoming, like, extremely popular now. And... Mm. I don't know if that had anything to do with it. I, I hope that it didn't, but I can definitely see it, you know. Yeah. And I think that he's, you know, I think that she got upset, and I think that he was also lashing out of, uh, because um, I don't know if you heard about him saying that she was mentally unstable. Yeah, right, yeah. yeah. That stuff doesn't yeah. happen overnight. So you've been dealing with it for how long, you know, however long. So now all of a sudden you're coming out saying that you're, you know, fearing for the welfare of your children. Mm-hmm. Um, because he's mentally unstable, of course, this is just him lashing out, trying to get back at her for whatever reason. And I just, I think it's really sad that couples, uh, you know, especially couples with children, can't just amicably split. They right, always have right. to have like the infighting and the, you know, backlashing and the backstabbing, and you know, I just, I just think that it's really, really sad that they just can't come to an agreement just to, you know, right here, just go ahead and give them a fifth of your, you know, of your wealth. Because you know Nick Cannon ain't got that kind of will. Go ahead and give him a fist, and you know call it a day. You know, in yeah. custody of the kids, and you know, I think I think everything that the healthiest split up I've ever seen was Demi Moore and Bruce Willis. Oh yeah, yeah. The healthiest yeah. split I've ever seen was Demi. Demi. I mean, you know, no, you know, it wasn't. It was. It was unfortunate that they had to split. But it was fortunate for the kids that they were able just to work things out. You know, mm-hmm. Bruce Willis mm-hmm. became a part of her new family, and Demi Moore actually blended into his as well, his new family as well. So 
I just think that if all couples work things out like that, I think we'd be a lot happier. I agree. I agree. Oh, I want to know your part in there. You know, apparently they've been living together for a few months, living apart for a few months, and she says that he takes on jobs he doesn't need because he's like he needs the money and he's not spending enough time with her and the kids and uh, them babies as she calls them. So we were, I, want them all, I wish them all the best with that. I know I it's never be yeah. easy, especially being in public eye. But Yeah, it couldn't be. But, I mean, yeah, she, she, she just, I just don't think she can handle Another diva in the house, and I think that's probably their downfall. <laughs> right, you can only yeah. have one. You can only have one. All so. right. Hey, Ron's going on. He wanted to say something to you. That ain't Ron. Janet, thank you so much for the um, birthday shout-out. I apologize. No problem, no, no, A-Ron. No, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. It's thank okay. So it's okay. Thank you. Thank you, <laughs> Appreciate it. I know you had. I know you knocked back a few, so I just want to enjoy. I your did. Evening. I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> blame it. Blame it on the um. I thought. Yeah. Blame it on the. Okay. I will. <laughs> All right, y'all. Okay. I'm gonna thank y'all so much. We'll come back with Cheryl Flowers breaks after that. Have a good one. Hello, I'm Ronald Hatcher, Aaron Hatcher's father. Aaron has muscular dystrophy and cerebral palsy. I'm Risa Gray from Betty White's Off Their Rockers, but unfortunately, he's no longer with us now. Each year, thousands of cases go unreported, where children with disabilities and special needs get abused in their schools. Our mission is to protect the child, as well as the teachers who educate them. Please, help us in our effort to stop the abuse and promote safety by donating to positive initiatives in care of Aaron Hatcher's They Can't Talk But We Can, Inc. P.O. Box 2392, Roswell, Georgia, 30077. Or visit our website at theycanttalkbutwecaninc.org. Let's not have another loving, innocent child like Aaron die. Remember, they can't talk. But we can. Call now, 877-566-2451. Cheryl Brown Briggs is a music industry diva and celebrity manager of R&B diva, Faith Evans, who's been on the show. Ms. Cheryl Flower Briggs, uh, she joins us tonight to tell us about her long-lasting career and everything she's kind of been through in the last 20 or so years. So I'm very pleased to welcome her to the show. Please help me welcome Ms. Cheryl Flower Briggs. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me, guys. So I know that, you know, you being the manager, a lot of times you're in the, you know, you're kind of in the behind the scenes. I, I, do you usually give interviews or things like that, you know, to be actually, in the Actually, no, I don't. Okay. <laughs> this is like my second or third interview in 20-something years. Wow. I like to be behind the scenes. It's yeah, nice that way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, because I know obviously you being a manager, you probably see a lot, especially working with, you know, and whatnot. So why would you, why do you prefer to be in the background as opposed to in the forefront where all the scrutiny is? Well, um, it happened organically. And Mm -hmm. I just, um, from, you know, a young age working at the Apollo, I was working behind the scenes. Doing all of the the production, um, coordinating, and uh, those things. So it's it's always been a behind-the-scenes thing for me. I've never wanted to sing or dance Mm -hmm. or have any desire to be in the forefront like that. So, you know, I love love what I do, and I love being in the position that I'm in. 
how do you feel having such longevity in, in just in the music industry? I mean, that's like one of the most cutthroat, you know, gone here today, gone tomorrow type of industries. How do you feel to have such longevity in working with the caliber of artists that you work with? Um, I can say it's nothing but God. I yeah. I try to stay true to myself and stay, stay true to the people that I work with. I mean, you know, you're as good as your word. Mm-hmm. You know, if you are a person that say you're going to do something, you should do it. If right. you can't do it, I feel that you should say that you can't do it and not try to make um, a circus behind something you don't know, you know. And right. so I right. think that's why I have been able to um, have a reputation of just me being me and just right. doing what I have to do and following up with what um, needs to be followed up with. And that's how you uh, create longevity. Okay. And mm-hmm. I know you said that you kind of got your start working at the Apollo. When did you become a manager? When did you, you know, kind of uh, transition into that position, that role? Um, I became a manager for the first time when I started managing Puffy and the producers at Bad Boy. Um, okay. I think that was like 93, 94. 94, and um, that was my first time having um, a title as manager. And Mm -hmm. so when I was managing the hitmen, um, Nasheen and Stevie J and Chucky Thompson, um, Prestige, Young Lord, that was my first time having to have someone's career in my hands and being responsible for elevating their career. And, you know, they have the talent, so don't get me wrong. Right, they have yeah. the talent. They they have the ear because when working in the at the Apollo, it had nothing to do with creating a song. So the song was already created. The artist was already known. They just came to perform at the Apollo. Mm-hmm. When I got into the making the music part, I had no idea what that consisted of. You know, so going to the studio for the first time with Chucky was like, going to college for producing the record. All right, yeah. <laughs> and, and so the behind the scenes is just being organized. Um, well, back then, dating myself, we didn't have emails, but faxing and, uh-huh. <laughs> and, and two-way paging someone and, you know, sending, um, you know, uh, mail. That's what, you, you know, that's what you did. And that right, worked. yeah. Uh, and, and and how did you know what to do? You know, your first managing job, like how did you know, one, that you'd be a good manager, and how did you know you want, how to be a good manager? Well, um, I based it off of the goal. What was the goal? Okay. And the goal was um, Puffy had Bad Boy, and he had um, artists in-house that mm-hmm. the producers already worked on. So my goal was to get them work on outside artists. So mm. the Mary J. Blotch, the Little Kims, the Anita Bakers, we did remixes back then for everybody. We were right, yeah. the house of remixes. So that was my goal. So I took my connections from um, the Apollo, because now by this time I've been in the industry about 10 years, and mm-hmm. so I took my connections from the people that I knew who were A&Rs at labels, going to them. And back then we had a uh, that 
Dat Dat players, and we would mm. play the Dats with the tracks. Um, wow. And cassettes, and cassettes. Cassettes, yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, you would just, that's how, you know, and then we would have a fee, and then when the song became successful, I knew that I can charge a higher fee for the next remix. Wow. So it wow. wasn't, um, I'm not going to say it wasn't rocket science. I didn't have to operate on anybody's brain and, you know, take anything out. It was just more of connecting the dots. Um, at that time, keeping the producers focused when they went into the studio and, um, you know, delivering a hit a hit record. Right. And that time, especially with Bad Boy, you know, the early to mid-90s, even the late-90s, that was like a, a moment in music that I don't know will ever happen again. You know, that was just such an iconic period. How did it feel for you being involved in that? Even though you were behind the scenes, but you, you played a big role in that. How how was that for you? Um, you know, to this day I I really um I'm really thankful that I had the opportunity at a young age. Mm-hmm. I was just um I was just freshly out of college, so I was still, and I am still learning, but I was still learning. And um, I had seen Puffy come up through the years because as I was interning at uh, Motown, LaFace, all of these labels, he was interning at Uptown. So I've seen Puffy, and uh, he used to give um, parties on Wednesday nights after the Apollo, and so he would come to um, the Apollo and promote them heavily. So I've seen his work, his work ethic from a, before he even started Bad Boy. And wow. um, it was inspiring to be able to go into his office building, and it's a big office, and there's a receptionist, and, you know, we're a year apart, but I'm going to interview at his company. So... Um, <laughs> So when he uh, interviewed me, he knew who I was because of the fact that, again, I built my reputation um, from an early age at the Apollo, and my mother being Mary Flowers and doing all of the concerts at the Apollo from uh, 85, Puffy knew who I was. So it was a a great uh, mix. You know, at that time, he was very, you know, stern and very bossy and very, uh, you're going to do what the hell I say you're going to do if you work for wow. me. Wow. And it was his company, so I respected right. it, and I did what I had to do, and um, I'm, I'm very proud of the success that came out of the Hitmen, um, yeah. you know, because yeah. they, they are still producing. Yeah. Um, Chucky has, uh, I think, four records on Faith's new album. So we still all are very close, and um, and you know it, it it was wasn't at that time at that age like I said it was just I couldn't ask for anything you know right right <laughs> I couldn't ask for anything exactly I you can't want that bad boy? <laughs> right exactly so so like I mean I'm sure your friends you know you're working at Bad Boy and they're working whatever jobs I mean was there kind of any were they envious of you or were they are they 
you know, kind of no, jealous. But it's no. like, oh, she's doing her thing. She's doing her thing. No, 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 because remember, at a young age, all my friends got to go to the Apollo for free. You know, oh, so it's yeah, always okay, been a good okay. ride. Yeah. <laughs> it's always been a good ride. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, and I have the best friends in the world, so there's never That's no good. jealous but in me. That's real good. Yeah. So, so can you tell us of a, a high, a high, like what was a highlight of your career? Like I know obviously probably a lot of them over 20 years, but what's like one that comes to your head that like, wow, that was a great moment for us? Um, I would have to say when the first Faith Evans album went platinum. Mm, that's a classic. That was <laughs> that was a highlight because um, I never forget. I mean, we might have been in D.C. Uh, recording in the hotel, and um, Faith had asked me, do you think people are going to like this album? And I was like, girl, mm. I have no idea. I've never put out, I, you know, again, <laughs> I've never put out a record. Right, <laughs> so right. I'm like, uh, I don't know if they're going to like it, but I like it. Right. And so <laughs> when it got certified, you know, platinum, and back then, you know, a million people buying your record for the first time was mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that was definitely amazing. Did you that ever work with amazing. Did you ever work with Total? Because you know my um, I have a half brother. His sister was in Pam in Total, so uh, I have some family. Well, no, I never worked directly with them, but we were all part of you know the right, family. Yeah. So when yeah. we all traveled to Europe together, we all traveled on the road together. Um, And then Total was actually, um, when they were working on their um, first album, the producers that I was managing was doing some of their tracks. So I got to, you know, go in the studio with them, but never on the management side. Actually, um, Faith um, and Missy at one, one tiny point are the only two artists that I ever managed. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, so what what takes because you know you know I I do music I'm an independent artist and you know I've had managers and some of them I'm like okay what is your point and, and so I've kind of like uh, I've stayed away from having like a full time manager because mm-hmm. I, I once read that you know if you can manage it on your own if you're not like too big you know you might as well do that mm-hmm. what in your opinion takes someone to be a good manager someone who like, what, what, can, what should they be able to bring to the table and be able to provide working with that artist? Well, a good manager has to be 150 <laughs> percent. Okay, right, yeah, yeah. That is number one. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why, you know, people are like, well, why don't you manage other artists? I'm like, because I'm one person. And you can get a, a company, you can get a, a team, or whatever, but mm-hmm. for me, it is a full-time commitment. It's like, yeah. I feel like I'm Helene Evans, like I've been birth to faith because mm-hmm. I worry about everything, and you have to be 150% committed. And mm. you have to love what you do because it's yeah. no turn off, turn on. Mm-hmm. It's no, um, you know, I'll be right back. I'll see you in six months. I'm going to take sick leave. And, you know, and especially if you if you have an artist that's also committed 150%. Right, yeah. So yeah. it's like, you know, both both um, partners have to be in, the, in it to win it. 
And right. so I think a manager should be able to bring to the table um, uh, a shoulder to lean on, um, someone to be able to talk to personally um, and business-wise. Um, a manager should be able to get along and and know your family because you become part of the family. And mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. a manager should be able to um, have some type of connections. Right, um, yeah. Some type of whether it's the cousin of somebody you know, some way to be able to connect the dots. And okay. then with today's world, and when I was teaching a class of management, there's no way in the world that you should be able to say you can't do it because mm-hmm. with with the Internet and with everything at your fingertips, right, like yeah. I said, unless someone asks you, um, can you please take that brain tumor out of that, that head? Right. You know, that's something that you yeah. should have to say, you know, wait a minute, I don't know how to do that. Right. But right. as far as being a manager, you should be able to know how to connect the dots. Um, and efficiently, not connect a dot this week and then three weeks later connect another dot. It's about mm-hmm. constantly connecting the dots and constantly, right. you know. Um, and then follow-up, you know. It, it's very hard now, and I tell you, this new computer age, again, I wasn't born into it, so the, the, the you young ones that's born into it, y'all have it at your fingertips, y'all know it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love it because I could send the email before I press send. I swear to God, the young people didn't answer it before I even press send. I'm like, damn, how did you read the email so fast? Right. <laughs> you have to be on the follow-up, right? Uh-huh. And, uh-huh. and when Facebook and Twitter and all these things started taking place, I was like, no, nah, I'm not going to join. I'm not joining. I'm not joining. I had to. And so, you know. We're on the Instagram, we're on the Twitter, we're on the Facebook. You gotta stay current. And You're right. um, you know, I I only have a bachelor's degree. When when this music thing started, a lot of people said, Oh, you don't have to go to college, you don't have to finish college. My mother, um, I I thank God for her every day. And mm-hmm. she was basically, you know, like, No, you need to finish college because right, whatever yeah. It turns out to be you need to know how to take care of yourself no matter what job you go into. Right. So um, when I was interning, I think, um, under Vivian Scott Chu, who's uh, the wife of Ray Chu, the oh, musical okay. director. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, back then she was head of A&R at Sony, and I did a summer minority internship um, with her. And her assistant quit like a week after I started interning. And so I did the whole intern, and she was like, well, I can offer you a job. And, you know, back then I think she was like maybe 35000 a year. And mm-hmm. I was like, no, you must have known my mother, Mary Flowers. I have to finish college. <laughs> right. So, you know, I, I had to turn that down. And, you know, that, that was my junior year in college, and then I went and did my senior year. But I feel that you have to be equipped with some type of tools. Mm-hmm. So every mm-hmm. college is not for everybody. Everybody can't afford college. But pick up a book or know how to do something, you know, take a course, a two-week course on writing, on, on, on 
or in marketing or whatever it is to better yourself. So your manager should be able to have the tools they need to be able to assist you. And I think that's that's important. I mean, you know, and be the manager for the right reasons. You know what I'm saying? Right, yeah. Yeah. You guys started off with why are you behind the scenes? I think that's another reason why I'm a good manager because I'm not trying to be right in the in the forefront. Right, right, yeah, yeah. And yeah. you know, so yeah, you know, and there's a lot of good managers out there. <laughs> there are <laughs> because you I'm, know you see the caliber of artists even from last night on the MTV Awards. Exactly, exactly. What it yeah. takes to make these artists pop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, let's talk about Faith Evans. Um, yes. I had the pleasure. I had the pleasure of meeting her last year at the uh, premiere of the Army Divas of Atlanta premiere. Okay. Um, okay. I have I have a friend that knows Jeremiah who works with her, so I got to meet okay. her there, and, th- and I saw her live. I remember when Total they were all on tour, Drew Hill tour, and it was Faith, it was Drew Hill, it was Total, and it was Case. And I yeah. and I saw them live, and that, that was my first time seeing her live, and I was just amazed. And then uh, she she was on the show. She was on our show last year, so you know I have a little history of Faith. I like Faith. I love her a lot. <laughs> and her daughter was on our show as well. But anyway, so how long have you been working with Faith? Well, um, this uh, coming year, 2015, will make 20 years. Wow! Wow! How long have you been working with them? Um. Working with Faith is just so comical. I just, I mean, people just don't know how funny that girl is. She's really, she's really a sweetheart. And so yeah. um, that even makes my job and my commitment so much easier. But right. um, working with her, you know, and at this point uh, in her career, she's really self-contained, you know, mm-hmm. so... Uh, it's just been it's just been amazing twenty years and when when I think about it, um, China is turned twenty one April mm-hmm. and so yeah. when I met Faith, China was still like in diapers and Wow. So it's just wow. I'm just amazed uh four children later that, you know, she's still doing her thing, rocking on stage, yeah. killing it. Yeah, and, but and it's just she been amusing. Yeah. And she I mean she she's an incredible singer and one thing I like about her is she's always redefining herself. Like, I mean, I saw her maybe a couple months ago, you know, on Instagram, and she mm-hmm. looks amazing. She looks amazing, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I know she was, she was, she's always been dedicated to fitness, but it's like she really stepped back in there and is, is killing it. She re- released a new single, which is on iTunes now, called I Deserve a Teacher, uh, Missy Elliott and Shariah J. Yeah, we're going <laughs> to listen to it in our next in our next half hour. But how would you describe the single? What what made you decide this is going to be the new single? Well, um, I don't decide anything. So let me okay. be real. <laughs> like I said, she's right, right, a right, self-contained yeah. woman. She mm-hmm. A&R this whole project by herself, and right. she picked it. But when she asked me um, what was my opinion, immediately – I thought of um, all of the songs that is just girl power. And Mm -hmm. um, I think that you have so many uh, young women out here that are depressed and down and out, and they just need to know that they deserve it. Like, there's no 
there's no better way to describe it but to say you deserve it and right. you yeah. work hard. So it's okay to go treat yourself. You know, so many of these young mothers, they don't never get to treat themselves because every penny goes into the house. And, you know, they feel bad when they do go treat themselves. So I think Trace just wanted them to know because I think she has those same struggles as a mother of four, you right. know. You know, I don't want to just be buying all of this, 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 and I know i got to pay tuition. i got to, you know, it's real. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot of people think, a lot of people, I just, I don't know, they look at artists in a certain way. Oh, they got all of this. Right. But really, yeah. they have what we have in just a different level. And mm-hmm. with, with more money come more responsibility. But you deserve to have a good time, to have someone treat you right to have um, some time off, you deserve you deserve it all. And so that's how I described the song. And then um, the fact that China heard it and heard the heard the, uh, the beat, the music that Chucky sent, and she automatically wrote the verses, I was hmm. just blown away. I was like, yeah. what the? <laughs> like, right. Right. Oh, my God, I'm getting old. Are you kidding me? <laughs> so, I just, I'm just happy that um, Missy um, got on the record and yeah, hadn't yeah. heard from Missy in a while. Mm-hmm. And so Missy got on the record and then she wanted to bring her new artists on the record. So it reminded me of, I had just seen Brandy's video with her. It was the remix, so I want to be down with uh-huh, Queen yeah. Latifah. It just reminds me of one of those uh, girl power songs, you know. Right. Right, right. And it, and and again, Chucky uh, produced this record, and so it's another family feel good, you know. Record. Right, yeah, yeah. And, and so, what would you say your all-time favorite Pay Devin song is? Oh God, they I asked this on the Being. I know they asked me this on on the Being. <laughs> they didn't hear <laughs> it, but I was like, it's impossible. But yeah. um Going back to the first album, I would say you don't understand. Okay. And I just, okay. I don't, it, it wasn't, um, you know, a single or anything like that. It was an album cut, but it was just the song. Mm-hmm. It just does something to me. I don't know. But, yeah, um, yeah. She just, love, you know, she's amazing. I love from that album. Um Give it to me. Oh, I can't give up on the way that you give it to me. Mm-hmm. Give it to me. I love that song. I love that song. But my Very favorite, jazzy. I think, my, I think my favorite song by Faith is I Love You. I love that song. And she was amazing. I love she was amazing on the video. Yeah, I love that song. Mm-hmm. I love that song. But she has, like I said, it's hard to pick just one because she has such a great song. It is. I even loved um, Gone, um, what's the song? Gone, uh, Gone Already. I love that song. That song, that's the was, oh, my gosh. Anyway. <laughs> but just so, in closing, tell, tell, if someone's listening tonight that wants to be a manager and work, you know, at the, with the caliber of artists you've worked with, to work at the level and to have this longevity and say that I don't, I have a career, you know, in the music industry, what advice would you give them? Um, I would tell uh, any young person going into any field, know, do your research, do your homework, know what it entails because mm-hmm. 
people look at the glam and the glitter and not understanding that um, I live on the East Coast. And my yeah. artist lives on the West Coast. So that's mm-hmm. a three-hour difference right there. Yeah. So yeah. at uh, 3 o'clock in the morning, Chase might get a bright idea at midnight and text me, and I'm texting her back with one eye open, like, mm-hmm, I think we should All do right, that. Right. Let's do that. <laughs> Good idea. Good you, idea. You have, to know, you have to know what it is that you're getting yourself involved in. Um and uh, do it for, again, not to say I'm going to make X amount of money, because if, if, if that's your goal or your prize, um, it's going to be kind of hard because you really don't know how much money you're going to make. Right, yeah. yeah. So being a manager, and let me say this, being a manager is not uh, easy. You know, you get paid mm-hmm. when the artist gets paid. Exactly. So you yeah. have to know how to budget. Okay, mm-hmm. you can't mm-hmm. be a person that is going to get the check, and then you know, next two three months you might not get a check. And right. so how are yeah. you going to pay your bills? Um, you need mm-hmm. to be able to be um, resourceful, <laughs> right? Uh, uh, and 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 wise and decision making as far as that, because as a manager you are a consultant and you get paid when the artist gets paid. There's yeah. no um, there's no uh, medical benefits that come with this. You have to take mm-hmm. all of that into your own account. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's something that you just have to, again, don't just look at it because you want to be in the music business and get to the awards and, you right. know, ride in fancy cars and, you know, because, you know, traveling, again, when I 20 years ago was really fun. <laughs> right. <laughs> right about <laughs> now, now all of this traveling is like really, but you know you gotta go where you gotta go. So know that it's um, and and I say this for artists as I say this for managers because a lot of people that want to be artists think that the artist wakes up, does a show, goes back to sleep. Mm-hmm. This is the hardest working person yeah. on the yeah. team. A lot okay? of work from. Mm-hmm radio interviews, from TV print interviews, that's all morning long. And then Mm -hmm. you have people in different countries that want to talk to you at different times of the hour. So just for instance, anytime you might hear Faith on Tom Joyner in the morning, she's at her house at 3 a.m. doing the interview. Wow. coming on at 6 or 7, you know, on the East Coast. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. a lot of people think that it's just going to be this beautiful thing, but it's a lot of hard work, you know, and mm-hmm. then you're constantly, mm-hmm. you're constantly under, you know, the magnifying glass. So, you know, right. that's even yeah. more work um, with keeping your reputation and making sure your brand is held up in the right light. Um, mm-hmm. So I tell any uh, up-and-coming manager, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> I wish them the most of luck. I say stay humble, mm-hmm. um, but I say don't be a punk, especially any female managers. Mm-hmm. Um, I dealt with stuff that I know that I wouldn't have dealt with if I was a man manager. But yeah, sure. um, you have to, um, you know, don't compromise yourself. 
you don't have to because if your artist is talented and you have a, um, um, something good, they're going to want your artist and you don't have to compromise yourself and you don't have to, you know, show yourself out. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's well, what I was well, well, I would definitely appreciate that great advice. Tell everyone where they can keep up with you. I know you're on uh, Twitter. Well, I'm on Twitter as, um, where am I on Twitter as well? I think I, oh, Cheryl Flowers 23. <laughs> 23 is the day, 23 is my lucky number. That's the day I was born. So I'm at Cheryl Flowers 23. Um, Instagram is uh, Charm Flower. And so, yeah, that's little old me. Well, listen, we definitely appreciate it. I really enjoyed speaking with you. I mean, I'm just listening. I always love when I can talk to people who, who motivate and inspire me, and what you've done in your career has definitely uh, inspired me. So thank you so much for joining us tonight. Thank you guys for having me. I wish y'all all the luck. Um, thank you, you know, so much. The, 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 the positive, you can feel the positive energy um, that thank comes you. from this show. So I Thank want you guys to, you know, stay focused. Don't, you know, get turned around and just keep on giving the people what they need to hear. And you guys be blessed, okay? I appreciate you. Be blessed, too. And have a great one, okay? Okay. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. All right. Thank you. All right. Uh, for more information about Sharon Flowers Breaks, go to our Facebook page. There's a link to where you can follow her on Twitter. We'll be right back after this. You're listening to the Steed and Night Talk Show on EOTM Radio. You're listening now. You're listening to the Steed and Night Talk Show on EOTM Radio. The Steed and Night Show, Monday night. 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, only on EOTMRadio.com. Welcome back to the Stephen Knight Show. Now it's time to go into Stephen's playlist. Uh, as you know, we receive music from people all over the country wanting to be featured. We play both independent and major artists. And remember that if you want to be considered, please email us at the Stephen Knight Show uh, at gmail.com. Attach one or two songs, your bio. And one or two promotional pictures. We get music all the time and definitely look forward to listening to them. But remember, they must be uh, edited for radio, meaning no cursing. Now, we're definitely going to be playing Faith Evans' new single featuring Missy Elliott and Soraya J. Uh, but first, today marks the 13 years that we lost Aaliyah. And we call her baby girl. We lost her um, 13 years ago. So we want to play a special song, one of her big hits, uh, Eyes Above the Remake, At Your Bed. Check it out and enjoy Steve's photos. Let me know, let me know. Let me know, let me know, let me know. When I
about to make it hot for the summer, baby. Woo!
Watch your motherfucking label me As I sit back and watch Never interject Money in the make With the ill concept Vision is clear Never get complex Chilling on the scene Like peace hotel For the 1800 At Manila Coke Sit back and chill Maybe even smoke Summertime lounging Good to go Chilling at the peace That's how we roll I'm making sexy baby Thank you We be the scene stillers, way back of stillers, Hollywood Hill real dealers, no filters, lodging in the cut with the cold chillers, twisted on the sun, propaganda for fun, run forest, run dream builders, fly establishment clean with fresh kicks. Good even sunbathing where the money went. Harlem bars, Harley stars, two twisted Uber cars, triple poles, diamond gold, church, baptist, hot and hold. Private gyms, a saucy river, schools of diamond, four friends, purple label, more stable, light coach, now you're able. Cabotins, far thin, freaky hints. But yo, where the money, where the make a sexy baby.
coming over to make sure you're okay. You don't have to wait. I'ma save the day. Call me Superman. You'll be Lois Lane. Girl, I'm on my way. Well, there was our playlist. I want to thank our special guest, Cheryl uh, Briggs, for being on tonight. Definitely appreciated her. You all have a great holiday week. Won't be on live next week, but we'll come back the following week with a great show. Have a good one. God bless. Peace.